Good evening, Americans and God. I'm Chip Fontaine. Welcome to Planet America, a new show where each week we'll be invading the republic of your ignorance to bring you the top news stories from around the world in America. Tonight... Evangelical right bans logic in church. CIA apologizes to falsely accused Muppet. And Oklahoman senator revealed to be realistic photocopy. We'll also hear from Bert Deerstalker, our man overseas. And of course, Chris Champion will be keeping you up to date with all the week's sporting news. What do you have for us today, Chris? Oh, I got a real Hall of Fame lineup for you today, Chip. Football, basketball, Monday night wrestling, and if there's still time after that, I'll tell you about the dinner I had Tuesday with your wife. Ha <laughs> ha, he's kidding. Not kidding. But first, Patriot Minute, a regular feature where you tell us why America is the greatest country on Earth. Patriot Minute. This call from Tallahassee, and I love America because of all the great men that was born here. Abe Lincoln, Bill Clinton... Teddy Roosevelt, Jerry Seinfeld, Colin Powell, Andy McDowell, damn it all, even Martin Luther King, despite the fact that he was bl- I'm Garth from New York State, saying America is the greatest country on the planet because no one has done more to advance medicine than us. Will Nigerian doctors make the blind see? Will Cambodians cure AIDS? Will Pakistanis eradicate cancer? The answer is... probably not. Stacy from Sunkiss, California here to say that I love America because anyone can say anything they want and they don't have to fear anything except persecution and possible arrest if they don't fit in with the American ideals of patriotism and democracy. Go America! Patriot Minute. Amen to that. And remember, if you'd like to be on Planet America's Patriot Minute, Send us your messages at whyiloveamerica at gmail.com. And now, for our first story, please loan your eardrums to Lily Everwhite, reporting on the recent logic ban in evangelical churches across the southern states. And the Lord said unto them, You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made to light a lamp and put it under a bowl? 27. Amen. Amen. Sermons like this one will be heard across the southern states today as the evangelical group His Whole Glory's ban on logic in its churches comes into effect. Angered by the failure of its recent lobbying to pass legislation that would have outlawed the teaching of evolution in schools, Dr. Simon Kingsley, chief pastor of His Whole Glory, told me his plan was to take the fight to the heart of the problem. We saw an opportunity to remove another of the devil's poisons that draw our young people away from the path of the Lord, and we were denied by the state and God's own country. Do you believe that? So we said to ourselves, what is it that is eroding the Lord's influence in the young these days? And what was the answer? Rationality. And too many people asking why or how, and we saw that all this free-thinking nonsense teeters on a single fragile tenet logic. You take that away and the whole house of cards comes tumbling down. So that's what we done. How is that exactly? As of today, any statement that necessitates the employment of cause and effect simply will not be heard in any of our ministries. 
Without logic, it simply isn't possible to question anything, and that's the way the Lord wants it. Are you at all worried that a lot of your teachings now won't make any sense? I think we're both aware of the irony of that question. And you can hear more from Dr. Kingsley at his weekly services, held at 9 a.m., 1 p.m., 3 p.m., 5 p.m., 7 p.m., and 9 p.m. every day. Or you can catch his weekly radio show, Gay Hate, on Gamora Internet Radio, Thursdays at 8. For Planet America... I'm Lily Everwhite, and you're not. Thank you, Lily. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lily Everwhite. Thank you. Time now to take in the top news stories from outside America. Each week, our man in abroad, Bert Deerstalker, will bring us the top stories from our little chums over in the great kingdom of United Britain. Hello, Bert. Are you there? Hi, Chip. Yes, indeed, I am. Speaking to you from rather gloomy and wet London. How are you? I feel just great, thanks, Bert. Just great. In control and raring to go. And you? Yeah. I'm all right, I suppose. A bit tired. Oh, that's great, Bert. So, what's the news over there? Well, the big news is that the Royal Bank of Scotland, that's the bank that was bailed out at the taxpayers' expense during the credit crunch crisis, has posted a loss of almost double of what it lost last year. Its two main areas of loss have been on its investments in Greek government debt and on having to set aside $850 million for possible claims from the public who have been missold payment protection insurance. Now, RBS is keen to point out that if those two things hadn't happened, it would have roughly broken even. Which strikes me a little like Dr. Conrad Murray pointing out that if Michael Jackson hadn't died at his hands last year, he would have remained jail time neutral for 2011. The other news and is that Rupert tell me, Murdoch... Bert, talk- how does the Queen feel about all this? What? The Queen, how has she responded to this news about her bank? Oh. Yes, she's, she's very upset. But she said, um, you know, to tell America not to worry, she'll be okay. Well, send her our best wishes. Uh, yep. Yep, will do. The other news is that Rupert Murdoch's popular tabloid The Sun will be launching a Sunday edition. This, of course, a few weeks after Murdoch's popular Sunday paper, The News of the World, was pulled because of their involvement in the phone hacking scandal. So he's created, spotted and filled a gap in the market in just a couple of months, which is impressive. Presumably they'd like to create a new publication unconnected to and untainted by all the unpleasantness. Yes, I'm sure they'd like to, but it's not going to work. And why is that? Because my final story today is the arrest of some journalists, including the deputy editor for charges in connection with the phone hacking scandal. And how does the Queen feel about this? Um, saddened and ashamed. God bless her. Bert Deerstalker, we'll hear from you next time. Thanks, Chip. See you then. Bert? Yes? Say it. Do I have to? Just say it. God bless America. That's very kind of you, Bert. God bless America. Let's hope Her Majesty feels better soon. Now, listeners may remember the controversy that blew up in late 2011 when several key members of entertainment group The Muppets were arrested and detained under the Anti-Terrorism Act. One by one, they were released without charge, and today the CIA were forced into issuing a public apology by lawyers acting on behalf of the accused parties. Albert Warcraft secured this interview exclusively for Planet America. It was a moment that shocked America. Only seven months and 16 days after the eighth anniversary of 9-11, 
What sickened many was how the threat seemed to come from where he least expected. Denigrated and vilified in the pages of the national press, I spoke to one of the accused Muppets who asked to remain anonymous to find out how this wrongful accusation of anti-American activity had impacted on his life. Tell us how that day panned out for you. Well, uh, it started out like any other day. We had spontaneously broken into joyous song in a business meeting when Gazzo walked in and said, Have you seen the news? And I put it on and I saw being led out of her house to a police car and, and Gazzo said, We knew this day would come. And I thought, Oh God. It's happening. What did he mean, we knew this day would come? I think we knew that some form of response was coming. Up, up to that point, personally, I had made no secret of my feelings on the way that our government had conducted itself in certain areas. None of us had. And I knew that it wouldn't go unanswered. And you feel you were treated badly whilst in custody? Yes, I do. Do you have any examples of that? Ah... Uh, thrown in a cell without being told why I was being detained. Uh, they, they cuffed my tiny ankles really tightly, and throughout the interrogation I was treated in a way that directly contravened the Geneva Convention. I, I was denied access to a lawyer and screamed at, uh, you f***ing green piece of shit, we've got your fat bitch girlfriend next door and she's told us everything, uh, yeah, that nephew of yours is a good kid. It'd be terrible if something happened to him, that kind of thing. And you were held in these conditions for uh, 28, 28 days. days. Yes. Uh, after that, they had to let us go because we hadn't done anything wrong. They said lack of evidence. It isn't quite the same thing. Look, I'm not saying I'm squeaky clean or blameless. Uh, the, the way I felt led me to do things I was not proud of. Uh... Did I uh, associate with certain parties whose reputation was unconventional? Yes, I did. Did I occasionally get drunk and, and shoot my mouth off in a way that was not wholly patriotic? Possibly. But did I break the law? No. No, I did not. And that was the admission of the CIA today. And now that the CIA have apologized, will you be able to resume business as normal? Obviously, in a perfect world, that would happen. But you know, this whole situation has had an indelible impact on our image. Now, uh, when little Jimmy goes to see our movie, is there a part of him saying, Oh, look, Mom, there's the frog. I, I wonder if he still wants to obliterate freedom. You're still very angry, I can tell. Well, let's just say that if we had been planning some act of obliteration against the state... And were you? Hypothetically, if I had been, then this experience would only have stiffened our resolve to make a glorious strike at the hypocritical heart of American freedom where they least expect it. Thank you for talking to us. Afwan, infidel. Sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I meant you're welcome. Yay! Albert Warcraft there, speaking to one of the falsely accused Muppets. Time now for the sports with Chris Champion. Thanks, Chip. My regards to Mrs. Fontaine. Here's the sports rundown. Foot 
football in the Jonesboro Nutsacks wamboozled the Rockford Hamstrings 24-12, with star quarterback Nick Kilson jerking off a stunning Hail Mary in the third quarter. I just took it in my hands and prayed to God, and somehow it came off. Basketball and the Mansfield Minstrels blacked up and out of the Interstates, losing 37-20 to the Flagstaff Wagstaffs. Minstrels coach Al Johnson had this to say. We lost. And finally, Monday Night Wrestling. Gary the Shambler Norris will take the WAR Heavyweight Championship into Sunday's Cage Death Underwater Justice Pay-Per-View view after slapping the Sham Slam on the Incredible Dave and then making him tap to the trunk fumbler in front of a stunned Minnesota crowd. Literally no one saw this coming, Chip. Just like when I blindfolded your wife. Ha <laughs> ha, Chris Champion, thank you. That's what she said. And finally... Oklahoman residents were said to be faintly interested today when it was revealed that Senator Jim McKinnell had replaced himself with a photocopy fairly early on in his election campaign. The cutout that was said by officials to be highly realistic has governed for four years already and regularly gained high 80s in satisfaction polls. State official Janet Klinkerhofen said the revelation explained a lot. I mean, we always knew he was quiet. Uh, but he just had this wise look in his eye, like he knew just what you were talking about. You know, and I mean, we took his silence for wisdom and contemplation, which, you know, it's quite embarrassing now that we know he's quite literally only two-dimensional. But having said that, he has still had a very positive impact on the state of Oklahoma. I mean, particularly in the area of health care. And I do have to say, he knew how to throw a party. I mean, we, we did wonder why he never joined in with the karaoke. But, well, now we know. A spokesman for the state of Oklahoma said that he was surprised no one had ever seen round the back of him, and stated that, due to the mockery that had been made of Oklahoma and its people, the stand-up copy of Mr. McKinnell would be ineligible to stand for a second term when his current tenure ends in 2014. And that, fellow Americans, is all we have time for this week. I'd like to thank all our guests and God, and remember, if we are God's people, we can do what we like. For Planet America, I'm Chip Fontaine. Good night! Planet America was presented by Chip Fontaine, Chris Champion, Lily Everwhite, Albert Warcraft, and Bert Deerstalker. Research by Matt Bannister and Jessica Pidsley. Tim Jubry was on work experience. Nice coffee, Tim. <laughs>